Have you ever had those days when you just can't seem to get it together? I was at the gym the other day and I shut my locker four times before I remembered to get me and the equipment I needed out and ready for my workout. I wanted to be master of my own mind. Maybe it was just early in the morning and I hadn't quite got there. But whatever it was, I definitely wasn't present. This got me thinking about being master, master of our minds, master of our own destiny. How do we know when we're on track and how can we bring all of ourselves to the work that we do and the life that we live? Do you want to find out some more? Come on, come and join me as we talk about three ways to make sure you are master of your own ship. You know your true north and can navigate your way back to your heart. Welcome to the True Growth Podcast with me, Viv Allen, success coach and trusted counsellor. Each week, I'm sharing with you the best of the tools, tips and techniques I have learned in over 10 years of professional and personal development, designed to empower you to take courageous action in your business and in your life so you can free up more time and earn more money. It is my mission to lead you towards your inevitable success on your terms so you can live a more joy-filled life by connecting what's in your head with what's in your heart. If you're ready to live your life with more ease and fun, doing what you love with who you love, then this show is for you. Do you want to be master of your own ship? Do you want to know your true north and navigate your way home to your heart? Well, in this episode, I want to talk to you about just that, how to become the master of your own ship. After many years of sailing, I have learned to respect the sea. The ultimate power of nature has over our true destiny. Yet as a yacht master, I know there are many things I can do to take measures to make sure that my journey and passage through life runs as smoothly as possible. Sure, I have to learn how to navigate fair winds and storms. I have to know when to tack because I can often not travel in a straight line. I need to be able to read the tides and the wind shifts. And this is very much what it's like running your own business. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we could master our own minds, harness that power and channel it, so even when there are storms arising on the horizon, we know our true north. We know where we're going. We can always keep sight of that and remain connected to our heart's desire. So in this episode, I want to share with you some teaching points, three steps that I find really helpful whenever I want to map out the chart for a new journey. But before we get started, I wanted to give you some updates, little things that have been going on behind the scenes here at vivallen.com. Because this is a deep dive episode, I wanted to let you know first, I'm really excited because as I'm recording this, I'm preparing to go to the J24 Worlds in Miami. It's a really fantastic event. There'll be going to be over 84 entries, people from all around the world. But like many of you, I guess, who are running your own businesses. 
I am manically getting everything ready because for some reason this holiday deadline has spurred me on to complete all of those tail end tasks that have been hanging around on my to-do list for way too long. I want to go away with a clear mind and a clear heart knowing I have done enough and I am ready to relax and enjoy the racing ahead. So I don't know, but I think it's made me super focused on how to getting. And now this week I've had some great calls with some new clients. It's been super excited, but I don't know, as I say, whether it's because I'm really focused on getting everything done. And this has really raised my uh, energy levels to be able to be more present for those clients. Because I know that every moment I have counts. I've also been out to talk to a fantastic group of ladies this week who are overcoming some of their own challenges, reaching out for support and connecting together, taking action that they need to bring more joy into their lives. I just love that. I felt really privileged to be able to share a lunchtime meeting with them. Anyway, moving back, I digress, but moving back to the topic for today. Do you ever have these, it's, I don't know if it might just be me, but I do you ever have these moments when you walk into a room and then you can't quite remember why you went in there? In fact, just the other day, I was in the gym, I put everything in the locker, walked away, went, oh no, I need my water bottle, went into the locker, picked up my phone, walked away. No, I don't need my phone, I need my water bottle. Went back, put the phone away, closed the, the locker door, still didn't have my water bottle. After the third attempt, I actually managed to take my water bottle with me into the gym class. What was going on? I know it was early in the morning and I probably wasn't functioning on all my cylinders, but actually I wasn't being present. I know I was already racing ahead, thinking about my workout, thinking about what was going to happen after the workout, about the days I had and the appointments I had planned for the rest of the day. So my body was sort of doing what it thought I wanted it to do but my mind was not engaged in the task at hand. And as a consequence, it took me several takes to get all the me and all my equipment together ready for my workout. And this got me to thinking about um, a a client I worked with over the summer. Now, she described a similar similar feeling to me when she was telling me about the roles that she'd been taking on She's a highly skilled woman, um, used to working is with top executives, very high level banking. And yet she found that these bosses, the succession of bosses that she had, had de-skilled her. In, her, in their presence, she had felt unable to function. What was going on? Well, after some, some work, as we were working together, we became to understand that it was purely the pressure she felt from the stress of those bosses was being bared down on her and her brain just seized up. There was nothing wrong. She perfectly had the skills to do the jobs that were asked of her, but with an overbearing boss standing looking down at her asking her why she hadn't completed 20 tasks simultaneously, her mind simply froze. This is the impact that stress can have on us. It's something you may recognise. But ultimately, by working together, we recognised that this environment didn't play to her strengths. She was able to find her true north 
work out where her skills lay and how she wanted to spend her time. And by through that, we were able to devise a plan where she was able to move away from her paid employment and into working for herself, running her own business on her own terms at her pace. Using my special blend of counselling skills, we were able to get into her heart and find out what was really her passion, what where her strengths really lay. And then using the coaching skills, we devised a strategy that was going to enable her to move from where she was into a, a job and a position that was more in line with her own heart. I can help you to do that too. So I want to share with you today a couple of techniques that might help you to become master of your own ship, to master your own mind. Because when you start out in business, it often comes from that first germ of an idea when you know what it is you want to do. But the whole structure around developing a business just seems to grow and grow, demanding that you have new skills that you quite frankly didn't know you had and quite often are not your zone of genius. Yet running a business requires you to be many things, especially at first. When you're building your team, you have to be head of every department, from marketing to sales, from customer services to production, and quite often distribution too. This can be difficult, but actually what we need to do is learn how to navigate the hazards of our mind. Because when we're in those situations where we feel de-skilled or perhaps not skillful enough, we might get that mind freeze, that paralysis. I don't know how it's showing up in your business, but it might look like distractions or procrastination. or Going round and round, trying to create one perfect piece of content one perfect piece of product without paying attention to all the other things that need to be attended to to move your business to market. Much like we are when we're sailing, yes, it does require tacking and understanding when to heave to and when to push forward. But how do you do that? Well, there's one test strategy I find really effective to help with this. It's a good old SWOT analysis. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. Originally, I think devised in the 1960s or 70s by Albert Humphrey. And it's been used time and time again. And it's still a very valid tool today. So what I want you to do is bust out your journal or a piece of paper and divide it into four squares. And in the top left-hand square, write the word strengths. In the top right-hand square, write the word weaknesses. The bottom left-hand, write the word opportunities. And the bottom right-hand corner, write the word threats. Now, your strengths and your weaknesses, now these are your internal resources. These are the resources you know you have, the strengths you want to draw out, These are the things that my clients focused on when she was thinking about her ideal job rather than these administrative positions she's been in, which, quite frankly, 
she could do but didn't play to her strengths. Then in the weaknesses section, these are the things you know, areas that you know you want to develop and maybe need to make stronger. But perhaps even they include areas where you could outsource. Nowadays, with the use of uh, internet for outsourcing things like using uh, Fiverr or people per hour, it's very easy to outsource roles within your organisation that just do not play to your strengths. And with regards to the opportunities and threats, these are more your external focus. These are things like, I was talking about the wind and the tide. These are things you can't necessarily control, but you need to be aware of. And where there are opportunities, be sure you want to make the most of them. But without working them out, really thinking about where those opportunities lay, you may not even see them coming. Much like we use charts when navigating into new waters, particularly harbours, to to look for hazards that may be lying beneath the surface, using a tool like this to help you identify and really focus in on what could potentially be a threat to you or your business is a great way of naming it and knowing it's there. When you know it's there, you can easily navigate around it. So that would be my first step. I'd say bust out a piece of paper divide it into four squares and really hone in on what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What opportunities do you have in your business and for your future? And what threats are lurking beneath the surface that you need to know about? The next step I would suggest for you would be to think about your values. Now, your values can act like your compass. I think it's Stephen Covey who talks about the true north principle. Something about these true north principles being objective and external, they're more you're reflecting. But I like to think about your values as being your true north because these will help you always to steer your ship in the right direction once you know what they are. And you'd be amazed, actually, at how many people never really stop and think about their true values. Now, I guess if I asked you, maybe I met you in the street and said, well, what do you value? I don't know. You might say, I value time with my kids. But what does that really mean? I mean, is it time with your kids while you're all on your devices or watching the television? Or do you mean you value that true connection when you exchange looks and glances, you share laughter together? So when you think about values, I'm going to encourage you to go a little bit deeper than the first answer that your mind might throw up. Write that list and then review it. Reflect on it and ask yourself, is this an external distraction? Or is this my true value? When you've made a list, you'll be able to use this as your compass. So when it comes to making decisions and choices in your business, you'll quickly and easily be able to get clarity around whether the answer is yes or no. By checking in with yourself, will this activity or opportunity take you closer towards your values? Or will it take you away? So sure, 
you may be getting a fantastic opportunity to earn more money than you ever have done before working with a client that's going to take you away from home. Well, it'll be for you to decide whether you value the money that this opportunity will bring over the time that you may lose with your family. Or maybe there's a different way where you can have both. Because I don't believe in either or. I like an I'm an and both kind of girl. But without stopping to think about it, before you say yes, you may not be conscious enough to build in that time that you need with your family, the quality that you're looking for. So once you've spent some time thinking about these values, I find it really helpful to anchor it in some way that's like, um, I don't know, like you get these anachronisms, don't you? The, the, um, like, aka, also known as. Well, for me, on this particular thing about values, I identified with my astrology sign because I am a Leo. And for me, Leos are dignified and they are self-respecting. They are loyal and they are honest. I like the image of a salient lion with both feet planted firmly on the ground, yet both arms reaching up to the sky. And I create that image in my mind and when I want to make a decision in my business or in my life, when I'm about to step into a situation of unfamiliar territory where anxiety or fear might start to creep in like the cowardly lion in, in The Wizard of Oz, I remember that salient lion with both feet grounded. And I remember the feeling of being dignified and self-respecting. And I'm loyal to myself and my values. And I step forward towards the thing I'm reaching for that will bring more value to my clients and to my business. So I want to give you a moment now to think about your own values and to conjure up your own animal figure that represents those values and summarises them best for you. I want you to go ahead now and think about that. And I'd love to know what your lion is. And the third point I wanted to cover today was about how to navigate your way back to your own heart. And quite honestly, if you've completed step one and step two, you're already a long way towards this. Because through this exercise of digging in and finding your strengths, naming your weaknesses and the threats, you are laying out before you a clear path, the way forward. And when you align that to your values, you are connecting your head and your heart. This is how you can step forward from your heart. And when you come from this place, you are fully present and in your power. You will own whatever stage or ship you choose to sail on. Then you will be master of your own ship. Know your true north and be able to navigate your way home to your heart. So let's recap. The first step is to complete that SWOT analysis. Identify your strengths and your weaknesses. Look for opportunities that present your 
to your business and your life. Name those threats. Put them out there on that paper. Because when you've identified those hazards, you can navigate around them. And step two is going to be about identifying your values. Draw from the first step. Think about those qualities. Are they internal or external distractions? When you ask yourself what you value, I encourage you to go one level deeper than your first response. This is where you will find the true things that matter to you. And have some fun with this exercise. Like I said, I am a lion. However, I'd love to hear from you what animal best represents your values. Now, I'd love it if you put what something you've heard today into action straight away. This is the best way to move forward and make progress. So I want you to think about this now. If you can't bust out a piece of paper and complete that SWOT analysis, what can you do? If you can't get hold of your journal right now, then maybe just do this simple exercise. I'd love you to close your eyes if it's safe to do so and just breathe. Breathe in and breathe out. Notice the air passing through your nostrils and out through your mouth. And ask yourself this question. What is the right action for me right now? And whatever comes up for you, don't censor that. Run with it. Trust your inner self to guide you on your next best step. So, my lovelies, I hope you've enjoyed the show. Please do hop on a discovery call with me today. I would love to hear from you about your value animal. And why not, while you're at it, check out my new website. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed today's show, I would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and leave me a review. And to show my appreciation, each month I will be randomly selecting one reviewer to win a free coaching call. Simply leave your review for a chance to win. How good is that? 